It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on leaf blowers and water and stuff. No, that's just what you're going to hear. We're going to be talking about easing God out in this episode 181 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. Woohoo! All right. Hey, we're back. We're back. We're, we're recording in person. We're going to make a, uh, a mission to, uh, to do this at least this month at least once and then when it gets uh warmer maybe we can find uh, a day off with james busy woody schedule and everything else that he's uh gonna be headed into but i'm excited to see you guys you guys you look the exact same kind of your beard's a little less james what was the inspiration there was it the new gig yeah before i went to to the flying fish i didn't want to have a big beard that i was always playing with in fine dining so I was like, let me just be nice and uh, tight for this. And it, it worked out because I actually like this better. Has Disney ever said anything about your facial hair? Just how magnificent it was. When, so. when, I worked there, you, when I worked there, you weren't allowed to have facial hair at all. It's funny. When I was doing my um, orientation at the boardwalk, the, the main, the, what's the, man, the hotel manager was doing a class. And there was only two of us. She kept looking at my beard like, I don't think she approved. You're going to wear flying fish? Oh. <laughs> I kind of got that impression. But um, I did have a, a first shift after all my training. I, I, you know, as you know, I passed the assessment with flying colors the first time. Just kidding. It took two times. But um, I did it. And um, my first shift, I was... I was riddled with anxiety. I know how you feel, Dennis. <laughs> and I was like, and I don't know why. I've been, you know, bartending and serving tables for 14 years. But um, I got this section with two big tables. And people were going around switching sections because you, you draw poker chips for your section. And I was like, does anyone want this section? No one took it. No one had any sympathy for me on my first day. So my first table was, of course, an eight-top, and they had two allergies, so I had to be super careful. They were all ordered different martinis. I mean, this is not new to me, but I was just like, oh, no. We didn't have everything they wanted, but uh, long story short, besides being riddled with anxiety for the first hour and a half, it went smooth and flawless. I didn't have any mess-ups, and, um, and I made $400 in four hours. <laughs> so and that was pretty cool to me. And I was, I was supposed to work this Friday, and I gave it up because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to work there again. Really? For now. I want to f- get through my new location, training, and everything. and then. But now I'm, I'm part of their Facebook group, and I can always pick up. 
because I'm through. So, and there's always people giving up. Like I had five people text me like, "Hey, you want to pick up this shift?" So, now, easy money, quick. Do you think it's because people make so much money per uh, that they have the luxury of being like, you know what, I'm gonna give it up. Like I made four hundred bucks. I think there's a lot. Most of them are full timers there, and so if they're They've been working a lot, you know, through COVID and stuff. And they're just now opening up seven days a week. You know, they can work four days and be fine. You know, there's no there's no reason to, like, kill themselves. And um, I'm just glad I have the option to do that. Uh, my birthday was Sunday. So you guys, yeah, oh, I was going to say, you guys wish me happy. Mike wished me a happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good day. We went... We went to church in the morning, my wife and I. Then we, we went to Animal Kingdom Lodge at night, and we ate at Boma, which is a, a buffet. Mm. Just wonderful. And then it started pouring down rain. So we, had to, got, we got to walk out by the animals, the zebra and the giraffe, under the cover while the rain poured. It was just majestic. And then yesterday, I went to Bush Gardens. Really? Yes! And I got sick on one ride, but it was towards the end, and I was fine after an hour. Because it was a new Serengeti flyer, and it was a swing, but it was so fast and tall, and it just it pushed me to the limits. So, happy birthday, James. <laughs> Thanks. I feel really good. Actually, <laughs> if, if it wasn't for Facebook... I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. You deleted Facebook. You're blaming. You're blaming Facebook for not being a good friend. Okay. Yeah. Put it in there. How's everything been, Dennis? Outside of feeling bad right now. I don't know. I. I mean, that overshadows everything. I feel horrible that I didn't know. Uh, happy birthday, James. Oh man. You're like what? 22 now. Congratulations. Uh, 43. Um. Yeah, that sucks. Let's see, the past week, I don't know, my... I didn't mean that. Like, uh, I don't know. La- uh, thing last week I mentioned my dad was sick, so he's no longer sick, and my mom isn't sick, and I never got it, so that's good. Um... Other than that, not much this week. I'm um, glad you said sick. I thought you were going to say he's no longer with us. No, that no, I would not be. I would be in a horrible mood. Right now. Um, yeah, I don't know the Minecraft server that I work, I play on. They like there's a there's a group on the server that like builds roads in like shelters so when you travel around the server everything's connected by roads with periodic like buildings that you can go sleep in and all that and like horse stables and stuff so the other day uh one of the people that was in charge of the server that i play on because there's four servers connected the one that i play on mostly the guy that was in charge of the roads and the shelters there like saw a build that I did or whatever and I helped him build a road and now he like handed me his responsibilities and like put me in charge of building shelters and roads on the (laughs) server. No, you don't want that responsibility. No, but it's cool. (laughs) It's like 
<laughs> Not really, because he does like the Wikipedia and stuff of it and stuff. But like, I'm glad you're taking it well. but it's an it, it's an I could have said no, but it's kind of an honor, and it's kind of like this group of like people who have been playing together. That's such a grind. Well, I mean, it, the whole game's a grind. Yeah, that's true. But like, Touché. but it's it's a it's a server, right? To a pretty popular YouTuber, it's Rendog server. Okay. And so these people have been playing together for like ten years and stuff, right? And are like a close knit, and like this is kind of a way of like, oh, you're part of us now. Come and build the infrastructure with us. So I, that's how I took it. I thought I thought it was pretty cool. But I took it like, oh, he's good enough. He can build our roads. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more the shelters that impress them. Because I'm an all right builder. I'm so happy for you, Dennis. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Go have a crappy birthday somewhere. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I love you. All right, that's all I got. What do you got, Mike? Okay, <clears throat> so let me let me first say how grateful I am to not just have you guys as my good friends, you, Dennis, and James, and everybody listening, but also that uh, this program has had the connection with God be so bright because... Uh, so this was Saturday morning at like 8 a.m. I got a text from my sister-in-law, so my brother's wife, and she said, hey, did you hear from your dad? And I said, no. And she called me and told me, she said, I wanted you to hear this before anybody else. Your, your dad, who he was on his way to the airport, he was vacationing, seeing family in Naples. So I wasn't going to see him on this trip, but he was coming to Florida. And last week I had a little bit of resentment that I brought up that I was upset he was going to Naples, having vacation in Florida and not actually seeing me. And my fiance Becky's like, hey, you just saw him like a month ago. You think he actually, <laughs> like, you're a lot. She said it, like, in a loving way. She's like, he probably just wants to relax. Like, he's 65. He just reti- retired, but he didn't. He's still working. This, he, he deserves a vacation. And I'm like, yeah, you're totally right. So, like, I made peace with that. But I was told by my sister-in-law, Tracy, that they were on the way to the airport. And it was slushy and icy and they were in a uh, a livery service, so like an Uber with like a like a driver taking them there, and he lost control of the SUV, and it flipped five times. And my father and stepmother that were in there, both in their sixties, were totally fine, and had of course a lot of soreness, bruises, scratches. They were buckled up. And there were no other cars that got hit because it was 6 a.m. So the roads weren't, like, packed. But they were going 70 miles an hour. And it flipped over. I just saw a billboard on my way home from Tampa yesterday. It said, Uber or Lyft accident. Call the number at 1-800-whatever. Yeah, so this whole situation... Obvious, like they always go, it could have been a lot worse. I mean, it could have been the worst. It could have been, it could have been the last. Yeah. Uh, and the 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 big thing that we're dealing with now is my father, who 
he he's a super positive person, and he says it too, right? But the last two nights, I don't know how he slept last night, but uh, Saturday into Sunday and Sunday into Monday, he said he woke up at like 3 a.m. having like night terrors of the accident. And I told him like, hey, Dad, like, so when's your appointment with your primary care doctor and everything else? He said, no, the, the ER didn't tell me to like do any of that. I'm like, yeah, you got you to gotta do it. No, they're not going to tell you that. Their job is to make sure you're alive, you're good, then they slap you on the butt, and you go to your primary care doctor, and you tell them that you're having night terrors and you never had them before, and they get it figured out. And he's like, well, I think I'm just going to think positive thoughts because when I think positive thoughts, then it's all good. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm praying one of two things, that either – the solution comes to him. Maybe it was me having that conversation with him yesterday or that they go away. But um, I guess I can't imagine, like, I told my brother, uh, I'm like, hey, be, let's, let's just be happy that he's okay at this point getting into a car again because he's like, he, he's never going to want to get in a car if somebody else is driving again. I'm like, he might not want to ever just get in a car like th- some people have gone through less and just shut themselves in and said, I'm never actually like going to do that again. Well, you know, your dad, would you think he would be like that? I, I definitely think he would. Uh, he might not fly again. Like he might just be like, you know what? Like COVID almost made it where it was like enough. He's canceled trips before and he had to get talked into it to even do this trip. So uh, it's, it's yeah. Right afterwards, my, uh, my stepmother was like, hey, uh, if, there's, if there's any chance, possibly, that we can maybe reschedule the trip. And my father was like, oh, hold, hold on a second. Like, yeah, so she, she thought like, oh, maybe like next week we can go back to Florida. Like she was, she was already set. She was like, oh, we can, we can just you know, rework it. And my, my father already decided like that was too much. So he's already kind of pumping the brakes a little bit on trips. So, well, you know, we'll have to, uh, have to just see, but I'm just grateful. That's why the God piece of knowing with, I think without that in like my, my father, thinks about God in a different way. He just knows that there's something bigger than him, you know, and ha- just be able to like have conversations. And the last couple times I called him, I probably talked to him four times in the last three days. He's like, I'm alive. And that's his big takeaway. He's like, well, yeah. I'm alive. I'm okay. You know, that's when I called him afterwards. Cause I called him a couple hours after the accident and he got out of the hospital, and my brother was driving him from the hospital back home. He said, hey, Mike, I'm okay. I'm okay was the first thing he said when he answered the phone. Like, I'm alive. And, uh, I mean, that's totally true. That's why uh, people are mad about the stupidest, littlest things today. And you really, ne- like, you never know. The, you know, that's why the one day at a time piece is so cool uh, with the program and, uh, and I'm grateful for God. So that's, that's the big, uh, big thing. There's probably a bunch of other things in the last week, but that's the big takeaway the last week. So this brings us to the topic that James came up with, which is, uh, he sent me a message. He goes, Oh, 
how about this for a talk topic ego <laughs> and then i went back and i go i bet i bet dennis thinks that we did this topic before it did. I, I did think we did it before. And why did you think we did it before? I, I know exactly why. Because we did it before. Because we did it before because it was probably a part of one of the questions on the Terran share that you looked oh, at. It, it is, right? yeah. Well, last Terran share, and someone got it. So that's how we know. So August 27th, 2020, episode 50 was on Ego. A lot's happened, obviously, in the last two and a half, almost three years that we can talk on, but we're changing it to easing God out. So, which is an acronym that is used in the program. And this is something James came up with. So he's going to get us started. <clears throat> yeah. I got a text message from Mike and he was like, Hey, we need a topic. So I've been, um, dealing with my ego a lot lately. And, um, and Mike came, comes back with what he said, you know, yeah, we've done it. I, I need a cinnamon. A synonym. Cinnamon? A cinnamon. Synonym. Synonym. <laughs> They're laughing at me, but that's, you know what I meant. So I was like, well, I have an acronym, and it's Easing God Out. And um, just, um, let me see, Saturday I was, I was working at one of the many restaurants I work at, and um, they were, I w- we were getting busy, like so busy. Like they were sitting me nonstop. They decided to call one of the servers off. So automatically I get three other tables and no one told me. So imagine having nine tables, the full bar, and there's only two of us. And there's, there's about 16 seats at the bar. And the, the hosts were just sitting everyone like crazy. They were just coming in. So they were sitting them. So the kitchen's getting backed up. I'm getting four tables at once. And then... What happened was there was this this tray on a stand and people were stacking plates up and it looked it just looked like a mess. So I was like, dang it, I did not have time to do anything, but I decided, oh let me help out. I took the tray and I brought it to the dish pit and I left it there because I had three tables and I was gonna come back to it and you know, organize it, whatever. I was walking out and then all of a sudden I hear, Who left this tray here? And I was like, oh, gosh. And I, I yell back, I did. <laughs> and she's like, this is not acceptable. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back in a minute and fix it. Just, you know. And then she went on, this is dangerous. You cannot leave this here. And I was like, and I would, then I just like, I'll, I'll come back in a minute, you know. But she would just, she, this young lady, God bless her, was is one of those people that, you just you do not like taking any orders from her because she does not know how to talk to people. She's rude AF and she's she's just not a nice person. So my ego um, um, just fires up on all four cylinders and I cannot. I mean, I'm threatening to quit, like walk out and all sorts of stuff. She's like, "You want to leave? Leave." And I'm just like I'm like I can oh, I was just getting so angry. Meanwhile, my sponsee is the on grill, and he's just watching me in this uh, in this situation. And um, you know, eventually, like I cool down. But my, you know, sometimes when you're um, with certain people, oftentimes with my wife too, like you just you just get so angry, and you you can't help yourself. The only real thing you can do is not say anything at all. And it was so hard for me not to say anything. And, and this is at almost six years of sobriety. Like, I 
I have to learn to shut up because, you know, my ego wants to just grab hold to these situations, these these toxic situations and just feed the fire. And um, I was able to, you know, stop and. You know, I had to go to the – I went to the bathroom and I prayed. And I prayed. I was like, God, please come in. Come in. What am I supposed to learn from this? And he started easing my my comfort zone. He started just helping me out right away. And I went back out there and I went up to her and she looked at me. She's like, don't talk to me right now. I was like, ooh. Okay, so I had a program. I could get out of it, but she was still in it. And um, three hours later, you know, she was okay. We were laughing at it. She's like, listen, if that was anyone else, I would have sent them home and I would have told Scott to fire them. And I was like, mm-hmm. she's like, I just have higher standards for you and I need you to be on my side. That's what she said. It was like, so I didn't say anything about what she did and how annoying she was, all that stuff. All I said was, listen, I was wrong on all accounts. I will never, ever talk to you like that or behave in that manner again. In fact, moving forward, I will be your ally and help in any way I can. You know, I, I cleaned my side of the street. I gave a solution of what I'm going to do instead, and I felt better. I even texted her the next morning apologizing, and, um, and she never apologized for her side that night or in the morning, and I didn't take it personally. I, I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm good on this side. I mean, she has to know the way she talked to me was bad, but um, I, I felt good, and I still feel good, and um, I don't know. There was no – sometimes in the moment, you, you just have no choice. I guess you always have a choice, but it's hard. It's hard to invite God when you're being attacked in those moments. I don't know, but it, the outcome is good. Well, I think the, the pumping of the brakes is letting God in, right? Yeah. So with, with, when you don't let God in and pause, that's what, that's what it is. It's, that's easing God out because there's no room. There's no room for, um, for him to exist. You mentioned this last week too, James, just on that note before I, I pass the uh, mic to Dennis, that when you first did your what was it you were like auditioning doing like the tri- trial you know how oh, you had assessment. to assessment yeah. like the first time you didn't you didn't have god with you and that's something that you realized like after the fact and you kind of said the same thing like there was there was no god in the moment because you, you it was you 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 and if you take a second to just pause i mean i think we're all victim of that you know uh quite quite often I feel it, and I mean, Dennis feels it all the time, especially when he's... No, I'm just kidding. You, you, you're always with, with God, I will say, Dennis. Uh, I don't know about that. Hey, God, talk, talk about the topic. Yeah, easing <laughs> God out. James, I just want to say, I think you probably, in that situation, had a lot more patience than most people did. You know, I would have been like... like I didn't. I was helping. I brought it from somewhere else where it was being stacked up. Like it's not my mess. Like screw you. But like I think you did well. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I mean, I think like life in general and stressful situations like James's and even like situations Mike has shared 
with his job and stuff like that on the podcast. It's life makes it really easy to forget about God, you know, or at least not let him in because you become very reactionary, right? Rather than taking that pause, like Mike mentioned, and like trying to think from a better light or a better perspective, you know, and let God calm us and dictate our what the right choices or right this or action is in that in whatever situation um also whenever i think about ego i always think about uh where like that term comes from right like in jungian philosophy like carl jung who is a doctor uh, or psychologist and and writer and stuff like that he uh, he mentioned or the book mentions him at one point but uh he talked about like the three aspects of like our human evolution right where we go from the id to the ego to the super ego and the id is is basically like whenever we're children or we're alcoholics or very often is we we operate off of like our pleasures or our emotions right so like oh we want to get drunk so we go and drink and not consider anything else and like oh this feels good so i'm going to do it over and over again until until it kills me or whatever or you know like i'm angry so i'm going to throw a tantrum tantrum and yell and punch a wall or like whatever we do you know it's a very animalistic mindset then we get up to the ego where we're more self-centered uh we think we're being logical, right? We like what? <clears throat> oh, you're talking about the noise following us? Yeah. I'm just ignoring it. But with the ego in that aspect, we become very like me, me, me. Like I deserve this. I react this way because of this. And we come up with these excuses and we think we're rationalizing it. And we think we're becoming more of a rational human being when it's not. It's, it's the ego telling us these things. And we might not be instantly like reactionary like an animal or whatever, like in the id. But we are justifiable you know where we might take a little bit of time but then we start justifying how we act and stuff and then hopefully we get up to the super ego oh my god that noise but hopefully we evolve into the super ego which would be another term would be god conscience where our decisions aren't based off of our reactionary emotions or ego but are based more off of you know, our principles or morals or, you know, where we take time to think and rationalize and make the right decision from a perspective of God or love, you know, and think of others first and stuff like that. So that's ultimately where I think we all try to be, you know, and I think the program helps us get there, you know. What do you think, Mike? Thanks, Dennis. Man, that was quite a... philosophical today (laughs) that was nice uh i i had this conversation and it ties into ego uh pretty good and it's also my justification for it Uh, so i asked a friend of mine who 
also is in radio, I said, do you think it's bad? What does the word famous or celebrity mean to you? And he said, oh, that, uh, that's terrible. If you think you're, you're famous, that's awful. And I said, well, by definition, I think if somebody knows you and you don't know them, then that falls into that category. And I like to think of it that way. It's not necessarily bad or good. It's just an, you can be objectively famous without chasing it, kind of, you know? Like so it, I like to think that each of us are famous in our own right. So that way, the way I live my life, it's like somebody's always watching. Because somebody is always watching. God's always watching. And when I try to base my life that somebody is always watching, I'm always going to kind of deal with uh, that I have to be on my best behavior. And just like James at work and then looking and his sponsee, was there watching him, I think it's way better. You know, as as a dad myself, I try to hold myself accountable really, really high when I know that my daughter's there. You know, I watch what I'm saying. I watch my actions. You know, I'm at the age where I don't, if I have something in my nose, I don't pick my nose in front of her because then she's going to do it. And then the teacher has already told me like, yeah, when she doesn't want to do something, she puts her finger in her nose. <laughs> and it might not sound like it comes down to ego, but if I always live my life like God's with me and God's there, it's, it's really funny. I don't know. I don't know what it is. So we're, we're all laughing because there's leaf blowers that have just surrounded us at this point. Um, I also wanted to say about two hours later in the dinner shift, my sponsor, he came up to me. He's like, he shook his head. He's like, James, I expected more from you. Oh, no. But he was kind of joking when I was like, I just looked at him. I was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and we laughed. We but laughed. It was good. Yeah. Well, that, that, I think that's a testament to the program where you're like, sponsee sponsor fellowship or whatever can call you on your shit. Oh, yeah. And then y'all can laugh about it and learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, way to go. This is this is the leaf blower episode. Ego. Uh, yeah, they, they're really they're really everywhere. So I hope you were able to take something from it. Hey, at least celebration is nice and clean, full of leaflessness. Yeah, it's beautiful today too. Yeah, it is. It is quite quite beautiful. So that wraps up another episode of the Defective Characters podcast. We'll be back next week. Uh, maybe less leaf blowers or, or maybe more. Oh. Next, yeah, they did do a really poor job. Uh, we'll be back next th- Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 182 where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, take God with you and watch what happens. We'll see you next time. Woo!